Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, shameless promotions of various new products, con references, Kickstarter projects, rants, and raves. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Zan and I am back from Otakon. I've had time to relax and go through all the different swag I got and get all through my notes and we are psyched and ready to review this great con. Now, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. This is Spirekin's Con Review, our podcast where we talk about different conventions, how they are, how the atmosphere was, if it was worth going to, if it was overpriced, and all the different industry notes we found about. If you've never heard the podcast before, you can check out any of the podcasts that have been released previously for this or the other reviews we've done, the Spirekin Manga Review, the Movie Review, the Game Review, the supplementals, all at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin.gmail.com, or you can email me personally at Zan. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. And welcome. Hope you guys have been good. Hope you guys had a good time. Now, I have to admit, I had a blast this weekend, because Otakon is a great convention. Now, if you've never been to an Otakon, this is the 21st one it's been to. It's held at the Baltimore Convention Center, and it is... A party. It's just a week-long party, which is a lot of fun. Now, unlike other cons like New York Comic Con or Anime Expo, it's not an industry con. This is a fan convention, and you feel that love that they have running it. You feel that just connection you have, because industry cons, it's all about, here's the newest item, buy, 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 buy. A lot of information, not a lot of fun, not a lot of family atmosphere. This con does have a lot of great atmosphere to it. It's got a lot of cool people. You see a lot of old friends, new friends. 
Now, unlike other years, this is a little bit different. This is my second year going to Otakon. I've heard about it for years, though. And ironically, this is the 21st Otakon, and this is the second to last con that's going to be at the Baltimore Convention Center. Next year is the last one, and they are moving to Washington, D.C. It's kind of sad because it's the end of a, a legacy. So if you've never gone to this con next year, try to go. It's going to be in July 27th, I believe, 2015. But now, this con took place August 8th through 10th. It was three days long. I showed up on that Thursday, and sadly, I showed up a little late because the people I was rooming with decided we're going to take our time before we get ready, get going. So I wanted to leave at like 7 o'clock in the morning so I could have time to chill out, have a good time, and they wanted to leave at 4 in the afternoon, which means that I missed all the cool pre-game stuff because they had five events, a free concert, a Matsuri, a sumo wrestling competition, and I had to miss a lot of it to get there, but still kind of cool. Baltimore is an interesting city, and you have a lot of very just weirdness to it, because it's one of the only cities I've ever been to where it's very Jekyll and Hyde-ish, and I understand it's one of the most poverty-stricken cities in the United States, but to see it that weird, like where one side is rich and full of, you know, wealth, and the other side being very poverty-stricken, it's a little bizarre, but you're not here to listen to me comment about the social standings of a city. You're here to listen to me talk about the awesomeness that is Otakon, so let's get right to it. The big thing with this year was Otakon was that you had a lot of guests going around, and the big thing was the Sailor Moon meetup. I mean, everyone was psyched because this is the year that you're having Sailor Moon Crystal coming out. It is the anniversary. It is the re-release. So a lot of cosplayers who were there going as Sailor Moon. You had a huge Sailor Moon cosplay meetup. It was amazing to see all the different Usagis, to see the Mamoru's, to see the Rays and Makoto's and Minako's and Setsuna's and the Chibi Usa's and all the other characters that were there. It was very cool to see them. Some were really good, and some were, well, they tried their hardest. A couple were doing it for gag purposes, but whatever. Cosplay this year was very different. You had some great cosplayers, and we'll get to that in a moment. Now, so let's break this down as I usually do. We'll go chronologically now. So, Thursday, technically day one. Show up really late, it's like 9 o'clock, and my roommates decide to get their room, and then they decide to walk around. I walk around with them, and I get to feel the atmosphere already in the city. Outside the convention center, there are people already lined up, waiting, ready to go. And they are up, they are active, they are having a blast. You have cosplayers dressed up as in Soul Eater costumes, you have South Park cosplayers, you have cosplayers for Kill a Kill, and they're all having a good time. It just... It gives you that energy you get when you go to a con. You know, it's like you're not feeling it, but then you're starting to get that engine running. You're starting ready to go, and you are psyched to go. You're ready to have a good time, and I was psyched and ready. This amped me up so much. Ended up going to my hotel, which was about, as opposed to last year, I was like six miles away. This year, I was about a mile away, but I was in walking distance, so I was able to walk to the con, and wasn't that bad walking back and forth. I will admit the sleeping arrangements and the room itself and my roommates were another story, which we'll get to at the end because that's about con ethics. We'll get to that. So Friday comes around and the first thing I do is I get upstairs, I go to the press room and I get my press pass. I get my press pass. I see a bunch of people who were there already and it's great to see some of my good friends like Vinny Avarello from all Geeks Considered. I think Linda from Anime Diet was there, if I remember correctly. Had a couple people from 
Of course, Crunchyroll, you had one person from Anime News Network, and it was good for us to all meet up and see each other, and we got a lot of cool swag, including a free bag with the Otakon logo, and the best thing of all, something we all needed for the con, desperately, we got a portable charger for our cell phones with the Otakon logo on it, and that helped tremendously because a lot, as usual, as you all know, when you go to a con, the first thing to go is your phone. You've taken pictures, you're recording stuff, you're taking videos, and that battery's going to go down severely. This charger helped immensely. And I want to thank the staff at Otakon for giving us this item, which helped us so much. Also, we got a press packet, and we had an orientation this year, which I went to. And it went over all the basics of the con ethics, all the different people who are going to be around, the how to approach some of our foreign guests, we're going to be there for interviews and the timetables for our interviews. Now, unfortunately, one of my interviews at the end, I wasn't able to get to, but let's get to that. That's on Sunday. So after that, I immediately went to my first interview. Surprisingly, and this was a group interview for the cast of Kill the Kill, the English dub. Now, who I'm talking about is, you know, you had Erica Mendez there. You had uh, Christina Cabernos. You had... Kari, Karina, and it was a fun, really cool interview. I mean, there was a lot of going back and forth with everybody, and I'm actually releasing that audio in a separate file. It was a lot of fun, and there's some great questions asked. Uh, the audio quality is a little bit grainy because I was using a new microphone. You guys let me know what you think about it. Just definitely leave it on the comments down below if you liked it or didn't like it. But... You'll learn a lot about some of the things behind scenes, and also you do find out what they do with their voices when they're not doing voice acting. From there, walked around a bit, I got my panelist badge, because I was actually running a panel with Vinny again. We were doing the Journey to the Stars panel. If you haven't been to it, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to be bringing it back probably the year after next, because this year's going to be a lot of sci-fi stuff, and I want to get time to watch it and, and actually get it psyched and ready. And that was actually later on the Friday night. That was at, we set up our panel got some stuff ready for it i got the files we needed to make the make the panel as good as it was because we were using the new laptop which was given us to us by jamie now jamie thanks for donating this laptop it's been a lot of help and it's make the podcast be a lot smoother because the desktop did die unfortunately and the desktop is slowly going away but this laptop is helping us out immensely so thank you very much can't wait to see you at anime next door when we hang out again we definitely have to hang out again so prepping for Journey to the Stars with all the different videos we have. And I've actually streamlined it a little more because it's an anime panel. And as you know, I'm a manga guy, so it's a little different from not my wheelhouse, but I'm learning and I'm getting better at it. So from there, while setting up that, getting my industry panel, which is really cool because it has a little, instead of having just a, another panel badge, all it is is they take your regular press badge and then they add a little sticker that says, you are a panelist. It's really cool. I like that they did that this year. It's cool. I'm definitely keeping this with all my other con badges. I actually have a wall full of con badges, so it's pretty cool. So, from there, went to the Crunchyroll Industry Panel. Again, I recorded most of that. I'm going to be posting that as a separate video audio file. And a lot of releases, a lot of new things coming out for the app. I mean, you're going to have Ajin on there, which I thought that was a vertical... Ink exclusive, but not really. You have a couple of other titles going on. It looks like it's going to be a great year for Crunchyroll manga, which I'm happy about because Crunchyroll is 
one of my favorite apps to get. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And you have so much great content on it. I mean, you can still watch all of Fist of the North Star there. And you can watch a lot of the new stuff coming out as it's coming out, including Salem and Crystal, which is going to be coming out soon. But let us get on further into this, shall we? Just a bit. Just a little bit. So, from there I walked around and looked at all the various cosplays, including meeting a guy who was cosplaying as Gossamer from Looney Tunes. He was, I think, the best cosplayer we had that year, this year. So, you're probably wondering who the fuck's Gossamer. Now, Gossamer is that big, red, scary monster from Looney Tunes that you'd see, you know, Bugs Bunny, he goes, put your patties in the water, and he gets his hands snapped on mousetraps, where he puts it in water. Really fun character, you had an old lady named, dressed up as Granny, who was a little bit rude to me. You had a lot of Lupin cosplayers, including this one guy who, his son was dressed up as Jigen, and it looked great. Both of them looked amazing. You had Ranma cosplayers, so I was very happy to see that. There was a lot of Street Fighter cosplayers, and bizarrely enough, I saw some cosplayers which were from Skyrim. They really stuck out. They were like, okay, you guys kind of don't fit, but the cosplay looked good, so they get a pass. You also have one Panty and Sockings and Garter Belt complete group walking around. Not a lot of Miyazaki this year. I was kind of surprised at that. And the standout cosplayers definitely were the Ragio from Kill la Kill cosplayers because they went all out. A lot of them had the rainbow hair done in a weird way. One of them, who looked perfect, she had put LEDs in her hair to get that rainbow look. And there's a picture. I wasn't able to get it. I got a picture afterwards with her. But she and her friend was just up as Ryoko. She had her fingers, nails which were long. Her whole hand looked like a long finger, and she had her arm wrapped around Ragio's, uh, around Ryoko's neck, and it looked like that scene from the anime, and I was like, oh my god, that's perfect, and my camera did load. I was like, motherfucker! But I'm putting all these pictures up on the Facebook, and on the website, so you can definitely check it out. It's also on our Flickr account. So definitely check out the images we got, because we have a lot of great stuff this year. A lot of great stuff from Otakon. So, from there, ran the panel. Panel went well. Went to the industry panel. That one really good. Walked around the dealer's room, and the dealer's room was well mixed this year. I mean, you had all the industry booths in one section. You had the more independent sellers in another section, and you had the artist alley in another section entirely. And the artist alley wasn't bad this year. There were some really great stuff, some stuff which was not that great. And surprisingly, unlike last year where you had... Um, the Roni Kenshin display, the display this year was, it was all right. I can lie. It wasn't great. It wasn't memorable in the artist alley. Actually, I'm trying to remember, and I can't remember anything specific about the images I liked. I mean, it was cool to see it was a historical piece, but, eh. Artist alley, the big thing, though, was you had an entire booth dedicated to X-Japan because the fact that, one, Yoshiaki is was going to be doing a concert at Otakon, but more importantly than that, they're actually selling tickets for X-Japan because they're going to be at Madison Square Garden. And I was so psyched to get the tickets. I was going to buy them and all set, and I was like, okay, I could use the money I have to use, or I could buy something. And I ended up being a slave to my urges to buy stuff from Vertical Inc. and from Yen Press. So, sorry, X-Japan, I had to buy manga because manga is more tangible, even though concerts are awesome. 
Also stopped by the discotheque booth and I got Yatterman. I'm so happy I fucking got Yatterman. I'm psyched for Yatterman. I want to see it and I finally own it. I have Yatterman. I have the live action and I'll be watching it and having a blast with it because it is Yatterman. Yata, Yata, Yatterman. Ah. I know, I'm being very geeky. And this is only Friday. Because the rest of the night, well, I ended up walking around and dealing with my roommates who made my con experience kind of hectic. But, again, I digress. So Saturday rolls around, end up having breakfast at the con hotel, which is free breakfast, so it's not bad, was pretty good. End up going back to the convention. And it's more packed than usual, and like Friday, which I didn't mention earlier, was that there were problems with the computers. The computers went down, so this became known as LineCon, because a lot of people were waiting in lines for every little thing. So you had lines to get in the door, you had lines to go through the panel rooms. It was a little more disorganized than last year, just a little bit. But it was still, you know, you still had movement, you still had that feeling going around, you still had that, you know... Oh, before I forget, also, the concert for the, the big concert, I mean, you had Yoshiaki there, which he was doing his classical extra pan stuff, like Forever Love, all that. The big one, though, was Altimo's there. You may know them from Sword Art Online. And the one song I know them from is their song One. Not to be confused with Metallica's One. This is a good song, trust me. I'm going to be putting it as the opening for the episode. You know, they're really good. I was happy to see their concert. So, ended up going in Saturday. Now, Saturday, busy day as usual for any con. It was packed. And we were all moving around like sardines in a can. Kind of difficult. Was able to take a breather in the press panelist room where they gave free lunch. That was pretty cool. And got some work done. We had some outlets. And it was, you know, a nice breathing room area. And it was really well organized. And I was kind of happy about that, that it was so organized. The panelist room and all the way they set it up. Also, I had to fill out some W-2 form for the con thing. That was kind of weird, but whatever. So, from there, Saturday, a lot of panels to go to. First one I went to was the Spirits, Wheels, and Borrowed Gods panel, and if you have not gone to it, totally worth it. Great panel. I don't even want to spoil what was going on with it. Just, if you see that Spirits, Wheels, and Borrowed Gods, definitely check it out. It's a very informative mythological panel. Also, of course, because he's the patron saint of our podcast, I had to go see Ed, who was dressed up again in a Xeon outfit for his great and powerful Vertical Industries panel, which most cons are really well done, but I've noticed for Otakon, he pretty much says, yeah, here's the deal. You know what's going on. Here it is. We're going to talk about industry for an hour. And all I talked about was the business side of the convention, of the convention and also the business side of publishing. He talked about what you need to do in order to get a book made, how you need to appease the author and the publishers, and how you have to bid for different things. It was pretty awesome to learn that aspect even though it was a little sad that you know why you can't get certain series is because someone wants to hold out or you have to make a deal in order to sell this many units but if you don't send that many units you're gonna have to send this much amount of money no matter what or you have to make a deal selling the gross not the net and for mathematic purposes gets a little confusing but still really informative great panel great it so 
Of course, you had the Under the Dog panel. Now, Under the Dog is a anime OVA which was kickstarted by Hiroaki Yura and Yosuke Kozaki. Now, the cool thing about that is that Yosuke Ozaki, uh, Kozaki is the creator of Donyatsu, which is a manga about a dog who is a donut. And I had an interview with him. I was so psyched. I was going to be interviewing them about the Under the Dog. The other thing about Under the Dog is that they were doing, throughout the convention, they had a scavenger hunt. You went to the Under the Dog room, and they said, here's your map, here's the places they're going to be, solve the puzzles, you win. So, I ended up having to go to each section and solve this puzzle, met some really cool people, and it was an inventive and fun way to do something different at the con. It wasn't just randomness. It wasn't a panel. It wasn't a video. It was, here, interact. Interact with other people and interact with other things to do this. And it was fun. It's something that should be done at other conventions. You should do something like a big scavenger hunt or a event where everyone has to go from point A to point B or a, you know, a game of assassin. It would be a great fun that do something at other cons. I'd have blast with it. Also met someone who's really cool, but that's neither here nor there. But under the dog, the panel, the whole thing, I can't wait to see it when it comes out. And if it's still going on, definitely check out the Kickstarter. So, from that point, we had the Studio Mappa panel, and the best thing about the Mappa panel was that um, Maruyama's computer, his laptop, wasn't working. It wasn't reading the discs or the information that they needed to, to release to show at the panel. So guess who came up and saved the day? Yes, that one that only Vinny Avarello. Vinny was able to come through for Marayama and he made it work. He put his laptop, they put all the stuff in his laptop and I'm surprised they didn't give him another call out besides just the, the thank you. I And also I was more surprised they didn't look through his stuff and see some of the stuff that he had gotten, you know, through those certain ways. But the map of panel, as usual, is great. I'm not going to talk about it because last year they had a gag order on us for the panel. I'm going to just think we, we had the gag order again. So, great panel. Now, from there, the biggest surprise for the con was that two panelists who I was just thought that they were out of the anime manga game came back to release a panel. And they were actually the inspiration for most of my manga panels. And I'm talking about Aaron and Noah, the Ninja Consultants, were back to do their unusual manga genre panel. I definitely, I've seen it, I've recorded it, it's a great panel. I wonder if they added something new I was going to go, but the room was beyond packed. I guess once they heard Aaron and Noah, the couple who got married in space, are back. They're like, oh yeah, wait, we, we definitely got to talk about this. Fuck, we got to see these people, they're awesome. So I couldn't get in. I was so psyched to go there and see it. So, after that, walked around, checked out a couple of the other cool cosplayers, and checked the game room. The game room this year was a little more empty. Wasn't as packed. Didn't have as many systems, but you still had a lot of the camaraderie going around. People playing against each other. People playing great games. You had a whole big group playing Simon Says. That was cool. And you also had a lot of surprisingly Eds from Full Metal Alchemist. I was surprised. I thought that wasn't a thing anymore. Again, I digress. Got lunch and actually ran into a cosplayer from Redline. She was dressed up as Sanoshi and she looked great. She, I, I didn't expect to see another Sonoshi cosplayer, and she looked just perfect for it. I'm going to put that up in the show notes. So, from there, I ended up waiting to see 
very different panel because I did want to go see the Saki panel, but as usual, the line was out the door. So I went to see the Attack on Titan Sphere panel, which their whole premise is that they wanted to explain how Attack on Titan emphasized on different types of fear. Fear of losing family, fear of death, fear of living, fear of the unknown. And for a first panel, besides the fact it was completely packed, it was done really well. It made sense. It was quick, it flowed well, and the guys seem to have their stuff together. I'd love to see what they do with some other properties, though. I'd love to see their concepts on some other darker properties. But, c'est la vie. So, after that I waited in that panel, because the reason why I went to that panel wasn't to see the Attack on Titan panel, no. I went there to see the panel that was after it. Now, this year... Otakon did something different. They actually separated panels so that you had a 15-minute gap in between, and that actually helped a lot of breathing room. I wish they had cleared out the panels, though. That would have helped. If they said, yeah, you got to get out, but they didn't clear out this year. So, you know, you had to show up to panel early to see a panel. But the big panel I was waiting for was Daryl Surratt's Anime's Crazy Deaths. And like last year, and like all the other years before, as I've heard from other people, this year did not disappoint with terribleness, with violence, with blood and gore, and all those other lovely, lovely disgustingness. Daryl Surratt knocked it out of the park again. Definitely, man. I can't wait to see what you do next year, but I think you need some more clips, some better clips, some more awesome clips. Definitely. That's for next year. So, from there, walked around a bit, checked out the rave, or sorry, dance party, and the line for the dance party was a lot more animated and a lot more fun than last year. It moved a lot better, and the dance party wasn't bad. It seemed a little more compressed, though. For some reason, it just seemed like they used less room. Wasn't bad, though. Music was good. Music sounded well. And um, the security was in there like there's no tomorrow, taking every type of phone or recording device away. They were a little bit militaristic about that, but it's understandable. You don't want some stuff getting out. Some other crazy stuff happened. I mean, you had people walking around still late at night. You had a lot of people dancing, having a great time. You had people hanging out, playing games. Some people decided, we're not going to sleep. We're just going to stay up the entire night. And those people, they definitely, well, they powered through as long as they could. Sunday would have been the day I would have seen some of the great panels, including the Pro Wrestling Anime Connection and would have gotten the interview with the guys from Under the Dog. It was a group interview. I was so psyched to see it. However, due to a family emergency, which I don't want to talk about on here, I had to leave the con early. Kind of sucked. Actually, it really did suck. I didn't want to leave early. I wanted to stay until the end and have a great time. But I had to leave. It, it was kind of a... I feel bad. I I, I feel bad because I missed my obligation. But more important than that, I, I just it felt like I didn't get to complete this year. But on the other hand, because I didn't see the end of it, the con still didn't end in my mind. It's still there. It's still kind of percolating. It's still making me poof, you know? Still making, giving me that oomph and that, that excitement I still have. I still kind of have a little bit of the con buzz left, which is good. So. Now, this year was a little different than last year. I gotta, I gotta tell you the truth. It was a little different. The three big things I noticed this year were one, you had a lot of more people kind of goofing off and walking around instead of going to panels. 
but that's to be expected. There wasn't anything really big. I mean, you had a lot of guests this year. I mean, just to go over a couple of guests, I mean, besides the guys from Kill a Kill, you also had Stephanie Shea and Linda Bellantine, both the old and the new voices for Sailor Moon. You had the majority of the Sailor Moon cast. I mean, Robbie Damon were there. Katie Griffin was there. You also had, surprisingly, Dante Basco was there. Now, for those who don't know, Dante Basco was in a film with Robin Williams called Hook. He played Rufio. Rufio. Fucking Rufio was at Otacon. Also, Peter S. Beagle was there. I was kind of shocked at that. I was like, really? Peter, Peter S. Beagle? I mean, I know he's hard up. I thought he'd be doing Dragon Con or something else. Why is he going to Otakon? It's kind of a weird fit. I mean, yeah, he has an, technically an anime based on his work, but it's kind of stretching it. It's an animated film. Still, he was there. It was kind of cool. You also had uh, Shinichiro Sawada, the Anaplex producer there. I mean, you had a lot of guests there this year, but it wasn't as big as last year. I mean, last year you had Yoko Kano and you had uh, Watanabe. I mean... This year just seemed like it kind of paled in comparison. I mean, it's a good year, but it wasn't like last year. I mean, there also wasn't a really big anime or live-action debut there. I mean, last year you had the Wolf Children debut, and you had the Roni Kenshin live-action debut. I was hoping the second one would have come out and they would have released it, but they kind of didn't. I mean, it seemed like there I mean, I heard there were video rooms, but I heard they were kind of empty. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being curmudgeonly and not thinking about this. But it seemed like the guests weren't as great as this year. Also, the other thing was I've heard that a couple of the press people were trying to muscle their way into panels that didn't matter. And they were being turned away and causing problems. Now, for those of you who were doing that, this is why we can't have nice things. Because people decide we're going to be a jerk about it and push our way around. I mean, I'm surprised people would do that. I mean, what the hell? It's kind of fucked up. You don't want to ruin. You don't want to ruin the, the party for everyone, right? Just gotta go through and just gotta deal with your problems. It is just kind of be mature about it. Wait in line like everybody else, and if you can't make a panel, try going to another panel. That's how it works. You gotta go with the flow, like a fish. You gotta go with the current. I mean, there's that. Those two things, and the only other problem I really had with the con and it wasn't having to do with the con it was having to do with my roommates was that i was to to explain this part this is going on a little tangent i know i don't usually do this like this but i'm gonna go on a little tangent now i was excited to go to a con i'm still you know i had a great time but one of the things i had a problem with was that my roommates were not there for the con no, no, it wasn't like I was going to people who were going to go see the baseball game. It wasn't like that. They were they were going to see the Orioles. That wasn't it. If that was the case, that would have made sense. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be at the con, you be at the Orioles game. No problem. No, listen. And the, and the thing is that we I was told that the room we were going to get was the con hotel. It wasn't. It was a mile away, which is eight blocks away, which wasn't a problem to me. But still, when I'm told... It's going to be right there. We're going to have parking, all this stuff. And then they don't have parking. They don't have stuff. It's kind of like, what the hell? Why did I do this then? I could have parked it, went to the place, which was cheaper and better, and I would have been a better time. More sleep, more able time to relax and chill and compress, which I didn't get. I didn't get because 
these because one of the two individuals I roomed with, one of them was a cosplayer straight up. He was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm going to cosplay. Poof. That's it. He went. The other cos, the other individual spent over $800 on the hotel room and the convention ticket and was going to be there. But then they had heard that Otakon was overrated. Beforehand, they said, Otakon was overrated. We're going to go to Otakon, but it's overrated. So, as opposed to going and checking out the con and learning what it's about, what most people would do, you know, you go to the convention and you absorb it and you make your own opinion. As opposed to that, she decided to listen to other people's opinion and decided to arrive on Thursday with us, get their con badge, look at a few of the cosplayers who were standing outside, on Saturday or Friday, walk around the dealer's room once for, for 20 minutes. And the dealer's room is big enough where it could take four hours to go through every single booth, mind you. Walk around the dealer's room once, and then leave. So, from there, the question is, what are they going to do now? Are they going to go to the panel rooms? No. Are they going to go to the free concerts at the rave? No. Are they going to go to the cosplay meetups? No. Are they going to go to the gaming tournament? No. Their idea for the rest of the convention, without doing anything else, was to sit in the room with over $400 worth of liquor and drink. Now, I should not be judgmental about this. I totally shouldn't. This is their, their, their own person. They can do whatever the fuck they want. But when you go to a convention, when you pay the price for a badge, I mean, wouldn't you want to see it? It's like going to a concert and then saying, yeah, I'm not, I heard this band sucks. I'm going to just sit outside and just, and drinking with a bottle outside the concert, not going to see what everyone's having fun about. I mean, why would you go if you're not going to go, you know? It was just kind of mind boggling to me. I mean, it just, it just seemed like a dumb use of your time at a convention when there's so much you could do, you know? And I'm pro- I don't know. If you guys think I'm wrong or if you think I'm just being stupid, email me, spyrkin at gmail.com, zan at spyrkin.com. Let me know what you think, if, if I'm being insane about this or not. I don't think I am, but I mean, because don't get me wrong, drinking in your hotel room after the con or on the night is fun. You know, it's like going to a, a room party and socializing with everybody. You know, but if that's your entire focus, or you plan to spend the whole weekend in a drunken stupor, or you plan to get everybody thrown out of your hotel room because you don't give a fuck, you're going to do whatever the fuck you want, that's not fun. If you think that's fun, then what the fuck are you doing in a con? Why don't you just rent a hotel room by you? I mean, fucking seriously. It literally made no sense to me. Now, I know. I mean, you go to a con to have fun. Be with your friends. Yeah. Great. Understandable. You meet your friends you haven't seen in a while. But if your idea is just, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to get loaded the entire weekend and fuck a con. Why don't you just go to the, go get a, whatchamacallit, go get a hotel room somewhere and meet them there and set up something like that. Simple. You know? Whatever. 
I mean, in my opinion, there's five reasons why you go to a convention, but that's for another day, you know. I mean, anyway, so, positives about the con. You have the same con spirit. The design was a little better than last year, but a lot of stuff was missing. The con flow was, for the most part, pretty good. I mean, the the sky rail between the two buildings was great because they had separated the panels between two different buildings and to get across was a lot better than last year in my opinion. It didn't seem as insane as last year. You didn't have as many crazy people like the people walking around last year singing uh, I will make you a man for four hours. It wasn't that crazy. Also another plus Homestuck. I think the Homestuck bug is dead. I saw seven Homestuckers total over a weekend they weren't in a pack wasn't a huge amount of them there were seven that was it there was no meetup there was nothing i think that it's done the homestuck cosplayers are finished so their obnoxiousness is gone <sighs> so but also i gotta give a shout out to the people of the press for room for otakon Thank you for making it so much easier with the app and with the information, the constant emails letting us know when stuff was going on. Thank you. I appreciate it. It made my life a lot easier, and I'm pretty sure it made all the other press people's lives a lot easier. Also, thanks for helping us out. You know, it made things good. It made this a great con. And I have to admit, the guys at Otacon, they weren't a great show. I mean, yeah, this year was failed to paled and compared to last year, but it's still a great con. It's better than New York Comic Con. I think it's better than a lot of other cons I've been to. And I can't wait till next year. I can't wait to see what you guys are going to come up with. And thanks to the panel attendees, you guys. Thanks for showing up to see Journey to the Stars. Next year I got some new stuff planned out and we're going to have a great time. So I guess that's it. I mean, what else can I say about this con? I mean, talked about... The how it was overall, how the style was. Um, I mean, my swag, besides the Yatterman and a couple of things I picked up from Vertical Ink, I picked up a dice bag, a leather dice bag that was pretty cool. Was, this leather guy was making stuff. Also talked to the guys from DerpyCon. And I saw a lot of cool stuff at the dealer's room, and the cosplayers were great this year as last year. So Otakon, definitely a great con to go to. This year was amazing. If you have any questions, if you want to know more about the con, email me, sparkin at gmail.com, I'm at zansparkin.com, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Stitcher, and we're on all those other lovely websites. So, I guess that's it. I'll catch you next con, or check out our next American Manga Review. Remember guys, I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up, and I am Gonsville. Catch you guys next time.